You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! For once. For once, yeah. Like we, we never do this in person. But welcome to the show. This is episode 4125. Thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor of this episode of this podcast. All of THPN, we have got a lot going on lately. So I apologize about, uh, you know... Not really tweeting all that much. I've been very, very busy. Uh, but we'll, we'll kind of talk, uh, get some life updates and everything. But James, how you doing? I'm tired. <laughs> for once. Like, it's late night, and I'm actually tired for once. I'm not normally tired at 10 o'clock at night. Okay, but you did just start the second Avatar movie. I only then... watched the first hour. Yeah, <laughs> I have to go watch the other two hours after the show. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> So here's the thing. I, I mentioned it to you and Samantha. You were talking about it in the, and you're like, what should we watch, Ryan? I was just like, I'm pretty sure the new Avatar movie came out lately. And then, you're, and then uh, both you and Samantha were like, oh, that might be kind of interesting. And then right as soon as I said that, you, uh, Samantha clicked on it on uh, the TV and we were both like, three hours? Oh my gosh. It's like, no wonder why so many people don't really haven't really seen it because it's, it's, it's so freaking so long. long it's like watching the lord of the rings extended versions oh but those are actually good well actually i can't i can't really you say, can't anything say anything about, i can't say anything about okay how was the first hour at least i liked it you didn't know you were going to get a movie review the on first Stokastic the Mercy. first the first hour the the jake solely leaves his main place because he's a wuss but other than that it's been fine <laughs> he's a wuss <laughs> it'll be really interesting to do this next week after you finish the two hours, and you can give a, a full a movie. Second update. Yes, update a full, <laughs> a full week later. Oh, hey, Darren. Oh, okay. Welcome right. back to Anyways, guys. Uh, we, we are actually we live in person. About so. This is just something that just happened. We thought it was funny. So, But uh, we do want to give a shout-out to uh, our future brother-in-law, Colby, and our sister, uh, Casey. That's why a part of the reason why we've been so busy lately is because... They're getting married on Friday. Yeah. So, and both me and James are groomsmen for uh, Colby. And uh, my wife, Amanda, is the matron of honor. She's not the maid of honor because she's married. I had to get that right because Amanda made sure I got, I got that right. So, but it is. It is what it is. So, we're really excited so for both. Friday's in two days, by the way. We're two days away from a wedding. We have one break day, which is when, all, when we're having all the bachelor parties and all that. And then it's the wedding. Oh, there's and, basically no time left. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then you know what? We're also gonna do. We're, I'm I'm super excited for it, James. I don't know about you, but Kobe's little bachelor party thing. We're going paintball. Heck yes! I'm so excited to get blasted paint in my face. It's gonna be so fun. I'm gonna aim for your mouth. Oh the, no, no! Let me tell you, no they story. So okay, bad. They I, so we're bad. we're like we're like three minutes in. We haven't even said anything hockey related, but we're gonna but. Story time. Okay, so I was like 16 or 17 years old, and I was going with my buddies uh, Cole, 
Justin, and David. And at that point, we were really big, like, airsoft nerds. You know what airsoft is? Is that still a thing nowadays? Yes. Is it? Is? Very much so. Okay. It's probably bigger than it was then. Okay. Well, all right. So maybe we were ahead of the curve. Either way. So we were really into airsoft, but we had always been told that, like, you know, paintball hurts a lot more. So, of course, being teenagers, we were like, of course we have to try this. And did we? Yes, we did. And, you know, the first place I got shot in was the freaking mouth. I was even wearing a mask and everything. It shot me straight in the mouth. And the thing is, it the paintball didn't just bounce off. It exploded because, you know, the, the they have all the little yep. holes for you to be able to breathe through the mask, right? Yeah. So all the paint got in my oh, mouth. Yeah. That was my first experience to paintball. I think I that it. happened to Chris once as well. Oh, so. man. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways... A bunch of side tangents there, but we're re we're really happy for Colby. We're really happy for Casey. We're gonna have a lot of fun on on uh, Friday, and uh, we look forward to that. So, anyways, uh, we have got some actual hockey stuff to talk to you guys about. Um, there's been a lot of recent news stuff going on, but we're gonna kind of save that for later after the Stanley Cup final. But you know, since we are a hockey podcast, we kind of have to talk about the biggest trophy in all of sports. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, James, look like they're just completely dismounting the Florida Panthers. It's not oh, even yeah. close. No, it's it's a massacre right now. I mean, Bob is off his heater. I, I think he might have been off his heater in the Carolina series. Just, but, that, but that's weird. Just based off of Carolina's offense. I mean, you're going from Carolina-level offense to now you're fighting the Vegas Golden Knights, who were amazing offensive-wise, and they have Mark Stone back which mm -hmm. they didn't have like all year long. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a tough, tough, different matchup. Well, the, the thing was, is I feel like the, the biggest difference in the series is goaltending. Like you're mentioning about Bobrovsky, but I, you know, you look at the beginning of the series, I would have told you that obviously Florida had the upper hand in this one category. Like if you look at offense, you look at defense and you look at goaltending, I would have thought that would be the one place that Florida had more of an advantage over than Vegas. Yeah. They and that hasn't not, been the case. Yeah, not at all. It, like, I mean, we got to. That's been ridiculous. Like, okay. So I've seen, I, I haven't the, even watched the games really, but I, I know how good he's been. No, but have you seen the save? Yes. The save. The battle it, save. It was, <laughs> like, that was the turning point of the game. Yeah, it was 1-1. Like, and, and I'll, I'll still Steve Dangle's uh, thoughts on this, but like. He was saying that that save should be like that stick that he used to make the save that Aiden Hill made use to make the save should be in the Hall of Fame at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe. I was like, it should be. It was it was a free it was a ridiculous save. I've never seen anything like that, and I thought that was her for sure goal. It should like, have been a like for like sure goal. It, it was literally an open net. All you had to do was elevate it just a little bit, just a little bit, like two inches, and that's a for sure goal. And then maybe that game is completely different than the way that it went in game one. Yeah. So it that that's one category that has shocked me is Aiden I, Hill has been excellent. I think the Panthers' luck has just dried up. They're gonna have to find a different way to win than just relying on just their top people. They're gonna have to get some depth scoring, and they really haven't gotten that the entire playoffs. Mm -hmm. So it. It's going to be a struggle bus for them to even crawl back into this series, in my opinion. Yeah. It, it, 
I mean, is some people are already talking about it like it is. Is the series over? Dude, it might be. If you if you see the same Bob in Florida that you have in Vegas so far, the series done. Yeah. There's no chance are you going to score that much on Hayden Hill the way that he is playing right now. Yeah, like he I, he's been a decent goalie in his career. He's been an NHL level goalie, but he is playing out of his freaking mind right now. The the dude was traded for a fourth round pick. I know. That's and that see uh, so one hey, look, fourth, nothing else. There was nothing else. To okay. The deal. So one of the one of the videos I watched today because I always watch the hockey guys' videos. He talked about all of the goaltending tandems in the NHL right now. So he went through all 32 teams. It's really interesting. You should go and, and watch it if you haven't. But it, you got to look at Vegas. It's ridiculous. Okay. Sense. So they've got – everyone forgets about Robin Leonard. Yeah. He's still, like, he's he's still, still there. He's still there. <laughs> he might not be next season, but – Well, he might not be a Vegas Golden Knight. Then, but then you still have Logan Thompson, who's not even making a million dollars. That's insane. You've got Lauren Brassois. Who yeah, is a NHL-level backup, at, at the very least. Aiden Hill. Which I think he's just on a heat right now. Yeah, he's on a heat. I mean, he's, well, we'll he's see, not we'll going to have anything like this again, in my opinion. I don't think so either, but you don't really know. He, he really hasn't played a ton in the NHL yet. But, well, isn't he, like, 30-something? I don't think so. Is he still tw- in his 20s? I think so. Look at that. Uh, yeah, you keep talking. Look at that. And then on top of that, you've got all four of those goalies, and then not to mention freaking Jonathan Quick. <laughs> like, come on! It, it's almost like they decided, like, okay, we've lost three goal, we've already lost two goalies, and Logan Thompson and Robin Leonard. We're just gonna have all of the. Oh, he is twenty-seven. Okay, twenty-seven. He's, he's in his prime. He's in his prime. Yeah, one hundred and one career games. I mean, he, he should That's be breaking not... into the league right about now, and he is, and he's. Playing really well. Playing ridiculous. Well, like, anyways, what I was saying was, it's almost like they just decided, okay, this is this is happening. Like, we're just gonna own every single goalie in the NHL going <laughs> play. Well, I mean, into the playoffs was gonna, was gonna, was supposed to be a big problem for them. I mean, we talked about this in the season preview for them. It's like they have Logan Thompson and who else, <laughs> right? And we all said who else, and apparently they have. Three more. <laughs> Maybe they have twelve more. I don't know. I know it's ridiculous. And the the thing is, they're gonna. I mean, I don't see the Panthers winning. I don't. I don't either. I gave the. I, I really gave them a shot based off of how Matthew Kachuk played, and we'll talk about him in a second. Uh, based off how Matthew Kachuk played, especially in the last uh, the last series in the Easter Conference Final. But I, I just don't see it at this point. I mean. Vegas is just manhandling them. Oh, yeah. Like, even more so than they did the Stars. So, well, let's talk about Matthew Kachuk for a second. So, it, it's, it's amazing how quickly a storyline can change in the playoffs with, like, with two games. Two games. Mm-hmm. So, Matthew Kachuk was everywhere. Like, he's – there's questions, oh, he's the next face of the NHL. He's he's going to be, like, the Consumite winner yeah. if, if the Panthers win the Stanley Cup. And now, fast forward two games in the Stanley Cup final. He's had what three misconducts now? I think three misconducts. He's playing like Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> <laughs> but That's like, the dude I know. But, but like, is, is it a good thing though? Is it a good thing that not he's playing for, like that, or is it a bad him, thing? No, it's very bad thing. I mean, you, you take Kachuk out of the equation, and who are you defending now? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, he has really been that big of a difference maker for the, uh, for the Panthers. It, it, but he scored three of their game winners last series, right? Yeah, but he's... He, they only played four games. Yes, they only played four games. But the, the thing is, is he's got to cut the crap, man. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I really feel like I, he, there's there's got to be an edge to his game. I, I mean, Jamie Benn is very good at this, in my opinion. He is hated across the NHL. He's viewed as a dirty player because he does all these stupid little antics like slosh water bottles at people and water but i which i think it's so hilarious funny. i think it's funny but we're all we're also a little bit biased because he's a, he's a dallas star a but like but matthew kachuk i feel like is someone very similar to jamie ben yes. but he just hasn't quite found and maybe it's just because it's the playoffs and the refs know that he's doing it purposely to get under the to try and get under vegas's skin he, he hasn't succeeded at all no. but I, I feel like the problem is he should have learned from that watching the Dallas series. Yeah, because Dallas mean, did. Dallas tried it and they did not do it. It didn't well work at all. It didn't work with him at all. So, uh, but he's got to find that line. Matthew Kachuk has got to find that line. I feel like, and he, he maybe it's too little, too late, and there's only two games left in the series, and that's it. I don't think so. I think there's probably at least three more games, maybe four, but. He, I still feel like he's got to find that line, just like uh, Jamie Benn has found that line. Well, Jamie Benn didn't find that line in the Vegas series either. <laughs> That's very true, and he screwed over his team in that in that series. So, I don't know. I, I, for some reason, I feel like they are very similar situations, in, but also very different. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, that that's your most important player doing the stupidest thing possible. Yeah, that is very true. All right, so what's your prediction for the rest of the series? I, I, I think I kind of gave mine away what I what I think is going to happen, but what do you, what do you think is going to happen for the rest of the series? If the Panthers can start playing defense again, then they can push it to six, maybe. What do you think is going to happen? I don't think they're going to show up. I think this is going to be over in four or five. You th- so you think this is going to be a sweep? It could be a sweep. Okay. The, the way that they're playing right now – Vegas scored five and seven goals on them. That is we, more. At least that we weren't more that bad. The, that is the that was more goals than the entirety of the last series they played. Maybe the last two. I haven't done math, but the Maple Leafs only scored two goals every single game against them. That's true. And they had Aiden Hill in it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's I mean, crazy. the 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 Maple Leafs were the most offensive team besides the like. Oilers, right? Mm-hmm. They're like second or third in goals for, and they scored two a game against the Florida Panthers for five games straight. Nope. I don't think it's happening. I think no. they're done. I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I still think it might be. I don't. I, I don't. I, I think there's too much fight in the. No, I don't think they stand a there's, chance. There is too much fight in Matthew Kachuk. And He's I gonna drag this team to at least one game. He already drug them past the past three, three rounds. <laughs> he <laughs> drug them three rounds already. Yeah, he drug them out of that Boston series. He scored that overtime winner in like game four, and he was trying to get his team all hyped, and they were, they weren't having it. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't, they didn't think they had a chance. Yeah, like, but like, I think he's that whole team's heart and soul, and if he's going to. Get a misconduct every single game, no chance. 
Is there any bets that he that he gets misconduct and everything? I bet you, there's got to be some some prop bets out there for Maybe. that. There's got to be some prop bets out there for that. All right, so I think it. I think it's going to take five games. I don't think it goes to six. So I, I really think it's not going to be four. James, stop stop mimicking four. It's not going to be four. It's going to be five. And and Vegas is going to win. And then maybe we can finally stop hearing about them winning a cup. Maybe they'll finally be bad. <laughs> <sighs> maybe, but I mean they are over the cap right now, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> they're they're well over the cap. They're pulling a Tampa there, so. Oh, it's worse than Tampa, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Really? It's really bad. I, they're they're an entire Mark Stone contract over the cap. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and they still don't have a gun to Yeah, that's true. They're still using Aiden Hill. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay. Well, let's move on because we could talk about the Stanley Cup final, but it's by the next podcast episode, it's probably going to be over. I think so, yes. I, it, there's no way. Although, no, no, you, well, you, no, you need to talk about okay. the schedule. The yeah. other thing. Because you were complaining oh, about this word. off camera before the, we even started. The schedule for the finals is so stupid. So we first we waited like, for five days to get game one in Vegas. <laughs> we waited so long. That's ridiculous. Uh, and then we get game one, day off, game two. And then for some reason, they put a two day off until they get back to Florida. So game three is tomorrow. Game three is, to- is tomorrow. And then day off, day on. But then game five, there's another two day break. And if they go to game six... There's another two-day break. <laughs> if they go to game seven, there's another two-day break. Game seven will be on the 19th of June if they make it that far. That's over a week from now. <laughs> They've already played two games. They stretched out one series over two weeks. Why? Because they can't, James. They're stupid. <laughs> The whole point is that it's supposed to be game off, game on, game off, game on. And it's supposed to be tough. It's supposed to be tough on the players. I just think it's dumb that they're having the two-day breaks for travel, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I just thought it was funny because James was ranting it's about stupid. the schedule. It's stupid. But, but he's right. Is he, You're not wrong, though. We had one two-day break in the entirety of our playoff run. I think you're right. And it was in the Seattle. Excluding series. between series. Yeah, that doesn't count. Between our first and second round series, that I think there was like three too. days. That was so dumb. That was for both. Both. Well, there were some. There, there were some game seven still going on, so I think that's why. But so that at least made some sense. But I, I think you're right. You're, you're losing some momentum. I feel like. Yeah. When you space the games out so much, right? That only makes sense. I think so. pe- people were going to lose interest, right? Even though it's a Stanley Cup final. I already lost it. Well, you didn't even start in chase, okay? I don't care about the Dallas Stars. I'll look at the scores. I care about the scores. I care who wins. I don't really care to watch the game. I watched, I watched game one, and game one I actually thought was a lot of fun. I thought it was a good game overall. Until the Golden Knights blew them out. But even then, it wasn't a blowout. It was 5-2. to two. But it really wasn't. Like, like it was 2-2 going into the third period. Yeah, and then it, it was <laughs> It was a great – It was, and honestly, the way that it started, it was really strange. It literally flip-flopped as the game went on. So Florida was the better team to start off with, and they should have had a lead going into the first intermission. And then Vegas was the team that was struggling. And then, like, literally as the game went on, it literally flip-flopped to the fact 
that in the third period, it was just all Vegas. It was all Vegas. They were doing anything and everything they could to make sure that uh, Florida did not get any chances to the net. So I really think that uh, they they don't stand a chance. So we're, we're, we're kind of circling here. Okay, let's move on, though. All right. So what we're going to do is we, we kind of started doing, like, Ratings, right? a, a report Grade. card, yeah, a report card, That's a report card. Like yeah, we're stealing it from from some other people. But I don't know what you're about. yeah, <laughs> but uh, this is original idea. It is totally original. It's not like every other person is doing this in the world right now. But anyways, and we kind of talked to a, a lot of the 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 bigger players. We're talking about all the main roster players. So. But you had an idea that you wanted to go back, I, and you kind of wanted to go do... Yeah, I wanted to go over our trade line acquisitions, because we didn't talk about Domi or Dodonov, and we didn't talk about any of the, any of the a- season, AHL, yeah. or even even like the AHL people who just came in and subbed for like a few games. Yeah, so, yeah so and we'll also we'll talk about Harley as well, and we'll also, uh, well, I guess we can talk about Garyanov. We should talk about yeah. Garyanov too. That's what I was gonna do first. So yeah. So let all right. So let's just go ahead and start with it. So uh, Dennis Garyanov. Dennis Garyanov. He played forty three games. He had two goals, seven assists for nine points. Uh, and we traded him away for Evgeny Dodonov. And when the trade was made, what did everybody say? I was kind of like indifferent about it. It's like, well, Gurionov isn't doing anything anyway. But everyone hated the trade, even though we weren't going to re-sign Gurionov if it came to it. Right, and that was the thing. And then everybody, in, especially in Montreal, did not know better. No, they and, liked the and, trade. They were like, oh, this is a fleece. Yeah, it was like, we got the young guy. And I was I'm just like, like, dude, do you know who the young guy is? Yeah, it's like, you you have not been paying it. He, he hasn't. He scored 20 goals once, and since then he's barely gotten back to Yes. And he's a first round pick. He's a first round pick. I, yeah. I really think that's the only thing that's keeping him in. We league. we also signed him for two and a half million, right? Well, we I'm didn't sure really got him for two and a half million. Yeah, we well, we didn't have a choice though, because he was a he, that was his offer sheet. Mm-hmm. Or not his offer sheet. That, that was, was his, his qualifying offer. Yes, sorry. qualifying offer. So and his qualifying offer the next or this next upcoming year was gonna be more, I'm pretty sure. I, I think it was gonna be the same. Regardless, not worth it. It's I agree. No, no, yeah, <laughs> two and a half million is not worth it for for Gary Hoff. But I, you know, I, I wish no ill will towards him. It really sucks because, and, and this is something that when he got traded, I I put up a little video of my favorite moment from him, and it, it's it's got to be Game Five against the Golden Knights in the bubble. Yeah, that's he probably scores, the coolest moment. He, I mean, that's one of the coolest. I mean, especially for like. For like your generation and and like you know give or take five years I from still your like age. the Radulov goal more. Yeah. Okay. The that Radulov. Was, okay. That was, that was you're you're talking about the Winter Classic, right? No, the no. one in, in oh the bubble. oh the one in the bubble. Okay. Like three seconds yeah. in or something like that. Yeah, that's that true. was great. <laughs> but like it, everyone is going to remember that goal, just like everyone's going to remember Yoel Kiviranta, and it's just because of the hat trick he scored against the Avalanche in Game yep. Six. Or game seven. Game seven. Game seven. So it, it he's gonna be endeared by a lot of stars fans. It just really sucks that he never really lived he, up to I mean, his potential. He couldn't really figure it out. And and this year we were like, okay, he's really gotta do it now. 
And he's got he a did, new system. And he's going to get a chance to work w- with with Jamie Benn and or Tyler Sagan or, you know, not just be on the fourth line. Yeah. And then on top of this, you're coming in with a fresh set of eyes with a brand new coaching staff who is more geared towards, yes, they're going to focus on the defense, but more geared toward the offensive side of the game. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, that was one of the things that the Stars were well known for was getting goals off the rush. And that was something that Gary Onoff was supposed to. Yeah, I mean, his speed should let him do that. Yes, and, and the, he never really showed that. And the worst thing is, like, he didn't just not show it. He was worse than he was the last two years. I mean, he scored less goals, had less assists, and even counting together the time, the games he had in Dallas and Montreal, he had 66 total. He ended with seven goals, 10 assists, 17 points. That's not good enough. No. Nowhere near. I mean, the, even even the last two years he was on the team, he made it to 30. He, he underperformed in a year that he had to be his greatest. And... That's really all I have to say on it. Here's a question, and it's probably it's a sad question to think, but have we seen his greatest already? Yeah, 20 goals. That's sad. Yep. Like, how old is he, 25? Yep. It's 25. It's 27. 20, really? Let me double check. Yeah, double check that. But I'll give him a grade for this season. Obviously, the way we're both talking, I feel like we're going to give him the same grade. But for for me, it's it's got to be enough. It's I mean, I mean, he has he he it got to the point to where he got traded for a guy that was thirty three years old, and that and, dude played and way came better. in and was and was like very very good for the stars and was a perfect fit for the Johnston Ben line. So, all right, James says he's twenty six. So, 20, that that's sad to think that I mean that's probably the best you're gonna get. Maybe you see another twenty goal season, but highly doubt. It would have to be a Valentushkin situation. I just this one's just different. It's not now that I'm thinking about it, it's a lot similar. It feels different. First round pick. And, and he only played 23 games in Montreal. He didn't play the re- the entire rest of the season. I don't know if he got hurt actually. Yeah. I have no idea. I have no clue. I, I stopped I'm I'm sorry, I stopped paying attention to him, but still. Okay. We gotta move on. Who's next? Um, let's just go with the Donut since we've already kind of, it's Gurion's counterpart. Okay. We traded it before. Well, and, and let's go ahead and talk about this discussion too, whether we should resign him or not as well. We'll, we'll talk about his season first and then we'll discuss whether we, we need so, to resign him or not. So for the stars, he played 23 games, had three goals, 12 assists, 15 points for the regular season. Um, uh, I should get the playoff stats too, because that's kind of the important one, isn't it? <laughs> Okay, so for the playoffs, he played 16 games, four goals, six six assists, 10 points. How many games again? 16. That's pretty good. Yeah. That, I, that's depth scoring. The, the crazier that's exactly thing, what you needed from Garyanov. The crazier thing is he, he's only played four other playoff games, and he had one assist. And he was that dynamic? He was that dynamic. Wow. He's pretty good. Yeah. So... I guess the question is, is what would you give him as a, as a grade? He gets an A plus, and I'll tell you why. Because we had Dennis, not we had Dennis <laughs> Gurionov, and if Dennis Gurionov was what we had going into the playoffs, we wouldn't have made it out of the first round. 
That's just fact. We would not have made it out of the first round. He scored three goals in the first round. Three even strength goals, too. Yeah, that was a series we were not figuring out how to play uh, even strength-wise. So he came in and completely exceeded expectations. Oh, yeah. So we just needed him to be able to play with Johnston and Ben. Well, no, no, and- no. But the, when when we traded for him, everybody was talking about, oh, well, he's going to play with Sagan and Marchment because he needs to play on the second line. They and obviously then, and found then, something. Yeah, they found something with him with uh, with Ben and and Johnston. So, uh, I don't know whether to give him an A or an A plus. Give him an A plus. I already gave him an A plus too. Well, just agree with me. But you're wrong. You're no, I'm wrong. always right. You're always wrong. Just like the Panthers are getting swept. <laughs> You might be right about that, though. It might um, be but true. I, I'm just going to give him an A because... Boo. No. Boo. Shut up. Uh, wrong. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't know. It, okay, you know what? It, that's not fair. My my reasoning for giving him an A instead of an A plus is because he didn't have the same seasons like Robin Hintz or... Haskinen or anything. He's 33 but years you old. You know what? You know what? He's, he's 33 years old. He came in. He, he, he came onto this team with no expectations. He's like 23 games in the regular season. Yeah, he had no expectations, and he played well. Okay, I'll give him an A plus for that because, and I, I think, and, and now this could kind of goes into the the topic: Did we resign this guy? No. Why? Because you have Logan Stankoven coming. And I want Domi more than I want him. Really? Okay. So M- much, much, much more. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so speaking of, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's let, let's talk about his his report card here in a second. Hey guys, this is Ryan here. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a five dollar bet and score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms. But let's, because I think this is a good discussion to kind of talk about. So I haven't really made up my mind. I haven't really thought about it enough because of how how busy we've both been over the past couple of weeks. But this has been a topic of discussion between Stars fans is who do you resign? And do you resign both? Do you resign one? Do you resign neither? So what would your, what do you want? If you're Jim Nill, you're Jim Nill, what do you want to do? I want to resign Domi, and I don't want to resign Dodonov purely because of age, mainly. Okay. Uh, the problems with it is that Domi's going to cost 
a lot, lot more than Dodongo is. But I mean, there's just, I, I think there is a lot there with Domi, Marchment, and Sagan that we did not get to see. Because for most of the time, Sagan was of, hurt or Marchment one, one was, of hurt. Them was hurt. Yeah. One of the three was always but, hurt. Okay. But here, here's, here's my problem. I'm playing devil's advocate here is it was rare that those three guys were together. Yes, they were good when they were together, but you can't base a four or five million dollar decision based off I of will. <laughs> okay, Cal Dubis. <laughs> we can and we will sign the core for now. I just but when you're looking at you need a top six forward and you're looking at which one is better, Dodonov or Domi. Domi's better every single day. Because okay, but you're what, also what you Donna for. You're putting him on the third line with uh, Johnston and Ben. That's what you're signing him for, and you're saying Logan Sankov, and you're going on the second line. See that? That's my only thing is that you're already solidifying your lineup before before Logan Sankov and even gets to the NHL. Yeah. What if he's a? What if he's like an amazing fit for that second line? Are you going to put Domi with Ben and Johnston? You put Marchman down with. Johnston and Ben. That works fine. I don't know if that... You have a Domi, Sagan, uh, Stanko- Stankoven line. You yeah. say it right. Yes, you gotta Stankoven say it right. Yeah, by the way, everybody, side side note. It's Stankoven, not Stankoven. Like, Officially like, Stankoven. Like if you ask him, his name is Stankoven, not Stankoven. <laughs> okay, anyways, continue. I apologize. But, but regardless, a, a, a line of in, in my opinion, the, the, if you're making the argument for Stankoven to go on the second line instead of uh, whoever, Domi, let's say, mm-hmm. I would still much prefer a Domi, Sagan, Stankoven line than a, and then you have for your third line, you have a Ben Johnston Marchment. I like that better than a Ben Johnston and Dodonov. Even though we saw what they could do? Yes. Okay, that's fair. That's fair to say. It's a heavier line. It's it's going that's, to do that's damage also true. even if they are not scoring. That's also true. Okay. But the 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 only thing <laughs> Ardell, I'm just now seeing his comments. In America, Ryan, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's stink oven, especially in Texas. No, but uh we can just call him stinky. Stanky. Okay, that, that is, I actually think that is his nickname, Stanky. I mean, but what other anyways, names did he yeah, have? Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so he, here's my thing, and I'll get. I, I know you didn't get a chance to watch the uh, exit interviews. I just did the exit interviews today. I, I'm so far behind that I just watched them today. But there was a the one of the most interesting interviews out of all of the exit interviews was uh, Max Domi, and. He, he was asked about, you know, being a potential free agent and all that sort of stuff. And obviously, it's crazy to think, but in less than a month, he probably won't be a Dallas star anymore. Yeah. But uh, he, he was talking about the fact is like he hadn't really thought about that and everything. But one of the things that was really interesting that he said is that he wants he wants to stay in Dallas. Well, he, he actually came out and said that is what he wants. Yeah, no, and he used that word specifically. He's he used the word stability because he's been on four different teams mm-hmm. in the last four years. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. It's because he's good. <laughs> yes. Well, he just hasn't found a place 
that needs him yet. And but, I think the stars need him okay, so that a was lot more than the stars need the dog. Okay, and that and that I would probably agree with you with. Now, here's the problem, though, is how if you do re-sign Max Domi, there's probably going to be a couple of things that you have to do in order to make everything fit under the cap. I think Logan Stankoven coming in will help tremendously with the cap because I think he... I don't expect him to do as well as Wyatt Johnson did. That's just one thing. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you no, another thing should, about no Wyatt Johnson. No one should expect that either. I mean, the, these when, when you get rookies like that, you shouldn't expect them to do good like that. I mean, the, when you have the Calder Cup in, or the Calder Trophy and stuff. Am I saying that? Yeah, this is, okay. that's, that's okay. the rookie trophy. That's the right trophy. All right. When you have these trophies, I mean, these are for the most outstanding rookies. Mm-hmm. That's not a normal thing to happen. Normally you get a rookie and he's okay. <laughs> just catch just it's okay in. yeah you are um but the the thing is is how much is it gonna cost i think it's gonna cost because a lot. Be, okay because here's six. here's the thing here's the thing what i think it's going to take and i think what would be perfect for the stars is like a three to four year deal so and i honestly i'm thinking somewhere similar around what marchment makes yes but I don't. He made five million this past season, mm-hmm. and now five million didn't get put towards the cap against the Stars because they because Chicago retained fifty percent of that. But I really think what's going to come down to is is he willing to take a little bit of a pay cut in order to stay on a contending team? Because yeah, I, this, I fully this, agree with you. This is you're convincing I think, me. This you're is convincing where I me. think we might get. You know, Nil likes his little no trade movement clauses. Oh gosh, and that's exactly what Domi wants. And I think he's he's been around four different teams past four or five years. If he if if we say like, here's no trade movement clause. I mean, I know we kind of hate those because we have Ben on one, we have Sagan on one, but. This is why we have these players here and why they're locked up for so well, long. Foxa, I think, has one too, actually. Foxa has a modified one, which I think it's not everyone, but regardless. He still has yes, a he does no trade clause yes, of some form, yeah. And I really think if that's what he wants and he wants it guaranteed, that could cut his price down some. Do you? I because I think what's going to happen is if if they if the stars offer him like a two year deal, it's going to have to be five not, plus he's, million. He's not taking a two year deal, and that's where I think he's it's going gonna to take go a four somewhere. or five. He's going to at it's going to at least be a four year deal, at least bare minimum. And I think there's going to be a no trot and no trade clause on there somewhere. If if maybe he signs no, in Dallas. maybe a no no I think anywhere really I think anywhere he signs he's going to want I, a I don't no think movement so. clause. I, I just I don't think, think he wants to keep bouncing around like that. But I, I that's that's I think what's going to diminish his value to other teams is the fact that he has jumped around so much. I mean, I think he's he's been in Carolina. But he, he's uh, been the, the thing is he's been spectacular in every single place he's gone. That's that's, not that's what stands true. out to me. I think he's been in very, Carolina very good in Carolina. For being he was in not the very team good. for one year. That is that's a hard thing to do. He was good for Chicago because Chicago had nobody else. <laughs> and he was playing with Patrick Kane. Um, and then with 
the stars, he was asked to play a lesser role, and I think he played very well. I agree with you. But I, what I really need to do is I really need to sit down and I really need to see, okay, how is he going to fit under the cap? Because yeah. if he asks, if he thinks he's worth more than five million, there's not a chance in the world. Now, if you can get him at three and a half or four, but we we also I think you do it for we, four years. We also have a lot of people, uh, unrestricted free agents this offseason. I mean, you're, you're choosing between a lot. Yeah, I, I need true. to go look at the cap friendly again, but there there's a lot of space there where we can move people around, give other people less, and that's why I think we can really make Domi work. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, let's get McGrady real quick because it, it's amazing. We've actually we're already at forty minutes already. Oh goodness! I know, right? Get McGrady for the season. Um, his regular season was kind of like eh, but that's also because Sagan and Marchment. What Marchment wasn't there the whole time, and Sagan wasn't there for the first like, or after the first games, like the next five games. Uh, I think he did fine. I'd give him an A minus. I'll give him a B plus. Maybe I'm just pessimistic like that. Okay, Dodonov. We gotta talk about him quick. We already talked about Dodonov. Oh wait, did we did? I think so, right? Did we? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you, oh you can tell we're really tired. We did because we talked about Grayonov and Dodonov and then Domi. Okay, all right. Let's talk about Harley. Harley is next. Yes. Harley is next. Um I'll I'll start with I'll start with him first. The uh, I'm just gonna flat out say he deserves an A plus for the way that he came in. And Mostly because he played a significant role for the Stars, and I think he's going to be extremely important moving forward in the decisions that Jim Nill makes. And because of how well he played in the playoffs and the final 10 games of the regular season, or the final six, whatever it was, final six of the regular season, that I feel like you can base his performance off of the moves that he, that Jim Nell makes moving forward. I know, I know I I made something, I made an argument against that with uh, Domi, and with Sagan and Marchment, but we've seen the difference in Thomas Harley's game between when he first started coming into the NHL, like for example, in the bubble, he played a game in the bubble and he was, it was really rough, but then we saw him last year and he, he struggled. He was very hesitant and he was not dominating in play. He comes back this year and gets called up when we really need him to. And he was lights out. And and I don't think that he was like absolutely spectacular in the regular season. He was still he was hesitant to go for offense in the regular season, and you could see that. But he his defense was just so good and so solid that he instantly earned his spot on the lineup. And then he never went out. No, I mean he, he never went out. He played ridiculous in the playoffs. I mean he had one goal, eight assists, nine points. That's and pretty he's good. Bo- bottom pairing. He was playing on the bottom pairing for most of that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of ridiculous for someone. I mean, he'd only ever played, like you said, one other playoff game. This is his first, pretty Real, much, yeah. first playoff experience. Played 19 games, a goal, eight assists. And while Hanley was getting out of the lineup and Colin Miller was coming out of the lineup and Hawk and Paul was coming out of the lineup because he was hurt. Mm-hmm. But Harley was consistent. Yes. He was very And that's and he, all you can ask. he played more player. and more minutes. We talked about this when we were doing it. He was almost reviews. 20 he was, minutes. He was yeah. getting – he was – he quickly was working his way up to more and more ice time. Mm-hmm. And I, I think agree. we'll see that even more next year too. I think he, he has he, to. He he's going to, I think to. he's going to be a top four. No, no, I don't. I agree with you. I hundred percent agree with you. In order for this team to, to continue making the next step, uh, he has got to step up. So great. 
a small sample size, but for what we got from him, that's ridiculous. It's I I want to give him an S. Honestly, I'm not I'm going. Give I'm him, going to give him an S. I'm not going to give him a normal S. S, but a normal S. A normal S. Not not even an S minus though. A normal S for for what we were <laughs> expecting from him and what he gave to us. It it was kind of ridiculous. I'll give him an A. I'll definitely give him an A. No, I'll give him an A plus. I'll give him an A plus for that. Uh, so he came in really strong for the search. Okay. Is there anybody else that we forgot? Um, if we just want to talk about some of the HL guys who played just like a couple of games. We can talk about, uh, I mean, we can talk about Har or Hanley. We can talk about Olsen. Olsen played a lot, actually. He played twenty or he played twenty-eight games, one goal, three assists, four points. Most of it on the fourth line. Okay. Uh, I hope they keep Olsen. Yeah, we'll we'll see where a lot I, a lot of know, these AHL okay, players. Okay, so let, let's like, talk we, about this. Let's talk had, about this real quick. We, we I don't think we should really grade them because they. Yeah, we didn't really see yeah, enough yeah, right. from them. So maybe Olafson's the only one you could grade, but really he played fourth line minutes, very limited, and I honestly didn't notice him that much. Which for fourth line, great. <laughs> That's right. You don't want to be noticed, right? Okay, but let me ask you this: Do you? So we've. I still hope. Well, we've still got Fox. That Fox is still going to be around. I think that's important for the fourth line. I still think the Stars should not resign Glendon. I want them to. I just don't know if they will or not. Okay, but because, that, because for, the, for this argument, let's just say part, that he does get resigned. Part of the problem with it, though, is that you're going to have... I mean, Stan Coven is going to come in. He's, he's not going to play on the fourth line. No, no chance, and that's the problem. If you re, But if you re-sign Glenn Denning, you still have... You have Delandria to have there, too. So are, are you saying your fourth line is uh, Foxa, Glenn Denning, and Delandria? I think he would be a good 13th forward. That was my argument. Mm. And when he came in in the conference finals, he played very well. He's not going to want to be a 13th forward. I think at this point in his career, I think he, would, he wouldn't mind that. He can. I, I think he could go in, to another team and be his own fourth-line center and be ridiculously good. Well, maybe that's true. I think, he's, I, think, I think the main problem is he's too good for us to keep as a fourth-liner with all these other young players coming in, too, that could just push him out of the lineup all day. Yeah, and that's for a whole other podcast. We'll talk about that later. But um, Your argument, though. Yeah. Resigning Glenn Denning. Right. Well, resigning Glenn Denning, that, that line of Foxa, Glenn Denning, and Olofsson was so much fun to watch. Yeah. And then in, when the Stars were down 3-0, Olofsson was one of the bright spots in Game yeah. 4 and in Game 5. And he did I, play really. I, well. I know it's it's. I'm not saying it's a coincidence. It's because that's the that's why the stars lost in Game Six. But the two games that he was in in the conference finals, the stars won. And we mentioned this on both the AGR for Game Four and Game Five that he looked good. He looked fantastic. It it's it's a big problem though because I mean we we saw it with, well we saw it with Kiwi too. We brought Kiwi in in that playoff run and he played really really well. But in the regular season, if you don't see it, is it really worth keeping him there right. for the whole season just to play him in the playoffs? And that's and fair. That's most fair. of the time, the answer is no. No. Okay. All right. Um, so I guess we really can't grade anymore. So what What I really want to get into, and just the last thing, and then we got to think of a uh, 
we should do a, a who cares segment. Someone tell us what we should do for a who cares segment because we have no idea and we didn't talk about it before. <laughs> this will be interesting. Um, but what do you what do you think the focus of the Dallas Stars should be moving forward going into this offseason? Because I think there's one thing that I think they should focus on. What do you think it should be? I want them to get another top six forward. So I want them to retain Domi and have that be their top six forward. Because, I mean, you can have anyone play with Johnston and Ben on the third line, and they're going to look good, in my opinion. I really think that they're, Andrea played they're with going them. to look good. The, did, March and, did then, and then your only other gap in the lineup is on defense. And I think, I think more of that, for me, is going to come from the people that we have now. I mean, we, we still have Lundqvist. He, he had a rough season overall, okay? But he still had flashes where he looked really, really good, honestly. And if, he, if he's able to, to keep himself, not, not be down on himself, and keep training throughout the offseason, he can still make this team very easily. I don't have any doubt that he makes this team. We'll just have uh, to see the, if he stays on. Well, here, here's some insight. This is from the exit interviews from Pete DeBoer. Uh, but he wasn't disappointed with Mills Lundqvist at all. If anything, he said, this is just how the progression of a normal young defenseman, especially an offensively minded defenseman goes. And, and, the, and, the, and he's exactly and right. And okay. So, and he's not Thomas Harley and he's definitely not Miro Haskinen. No, Believe it or not, Miro Haskinen, no. Miro Haskinen is still only 23 years old. Oh that's the exciting there's, thing there's okay. no way that dude's 23 yeah. i feel like okay. he's like i feel like he's late 20s that's yeah, right. how that's how good he's been yeah because he, he plays oh like a bit okay but anyways so and i think lundquist is i think he's 20. 21 or 20 he's, 20 he's or not 20. 20 he's 21 or 22 i think he's 21 i'll have to look that up but the 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 thing is though with him is if we can get him going i he think he could be scary he could be scary but it's the same thing. He's 22. Okay, he's 22. But it, it's the same thing. I, I think that's the biggest thing you need to focus on in this offseason is when you look at the difference between the Stars and the Golden Knights. It's all on defense. The Golden Knights, <laughs> the Golden Knights did not have a single player under the age of 25 in their defense. And which they didn't which have is anyone under six foot. That's the other thing. Okay. <laughs> and so that's I'm not I saying like we failed a little bit because and, we needed our we have, to get into that. But we have those guys. Now, part of it didn't help that Lindell had a couple of bad games and Hawk and, and Hawk and Paul was hurt. So our two biggest guys were the, were, most were the most injured in the series or did not play well. So what I'm thinking and what I think and what this does. I think you need to buy Ryan Suter out. I don't think so. I think, I think you so. need to buy Ryan it, Suter out. My, because my because thing you is can't you cannot you... go into the playoffs again with the same group of defense. But you're I, go- there's I think one, what's going I think to happen, are, and here's what I want one, to happen. We are one defenseman away, in my opinion. I don't know who it is, uh, but maybe we should ask Josh Sanders about this because he believes strongly in this, as do I. But I think the Stars are one big defenseman away. From and someone to play with me or Heiskin. It's Harley. Again. No, Harley. It's no, Harley. No. Yes. No. Yes. No, no, no. I think it's Harley. Harley is a big defenseman 
he was working more and more up into minutes throughout the playoffs. He already made it to 19, and we saw him playing with Haskinen, taking shifts with Haskinen in the last couple of games. I really think it's there. You move, you move, you literally flip-flop Suter Harley, and your defense line starts to look insane. It, it, but but it really, it really still depends. gonna make problems. But it he really depends on how how well Harley is able to play in that elevated role. That's what it so, comes to me. So you don't think the stars need to go out and look for? I, I know you want them to focus on Domi, which I agree with you in, in that aspect. But I still, I, I don't, I still think they need one more higher level defenseman than what they have right now. I don't. I, just I, don't I do not. I do. I do not think you can go into the playoffs again next year with the same group. I don't think it's going. I to think be you the have to change group. some. I think you're going to get a lot of young players in this lineup more. Even M- mainly, I'm thinking more fourth line and other depth player. I mean, you, you look at the players well, that I, we brought I'm talking in, about defense though. and stuff. I'm but... talking about defense. I'm talking about defense. I don't like. I agree with you with the forwards. The forwards are fine. I think yeah. they will. The forwards will take care of themselves. Whether we resign Kivi Ronta, whether that's not the big deal. We've got plenty of players to fill out those holes. Mm-hmm. The defense is the problem for the Dallas Stars. It's the decor, and it's not the defensive game overall. It's not. Okay. I just but, don't think that you're going to be able to sign a top four defenseman like you want for a price that is going to be worth it. I mean, we already have Hawk and Paw signed for at least another year, I'm pretty sure. And I think this is his last year. Yeah, and then we have Lindell still signed. You have Haskin and still signed. I don't and, think and th- that's the problem that played, I'm running into. I don't think Suter has played bad enough to warrant him getting bought out. I mean, he, he played on the top unit pretty much the whole year. Yes, m- majority of the year he played with Miro Haskin. Well, Miro and had a all lot through of, the playoffs. He played with Miro. But, see, but again, the the problem is, is that they we talked about this last year. Someone has to play with Miro Haskin. Maybe Harley is the answer. I don't know. I I hope not because that because then that you're not that, gonna, you have to rely on Miro okay. to play more so, defensively. Here here's my problem though. You're not gonna find someone to play with Miro Haskin in. Who are you? Who you're going to be able to pay? <laughs> that, that that's not going to happen. You, you don't, don't have, think we have the cap space. You don't have the money to pay for someone who can play. That's with why I'm racing. saying. That's why I'm saying you have to buy out Ryan Suter. I just don't think that's a good. Idea. I think it would be a good idea to buy Ryan Suter out to, in order to find a replacement. For I think you just want to the top side pair. with the Suter haters. No, I don't. I don't. I. It, you you got to find some cap space somewhere. And I don't believe you can go with the same decor going into go, going into the playoffs next year. Assuming the Stars even make the playoffs next year, right? We're just assuming because I I think we're still going to have a really good team next year. Yeah. But I don't believe you. Can, and the problem with the Stars is on the defense. They you were you were sort of kind of mentioning it. They've got too many too many people and not enough spaces. Yeah. It's like and like Miller is an I, NHL level defenseman, but we have too many of those bottom pairing guys. We have too many of them. I I think that our main problem is that we really didn't have a bottom pairing. I mean, you had to play Hanley or you had to play Miller. Regardless, you had to play one of them, and neither of them were really playable. They both multiple times got exposed majorly. Miller, Miller so bad that we stopped playing him. 
And Hanley was getting in at the end over yeah. Miller. That's true. Every single playoffs. every yeah. single dawn. So I I don't think that I, I really think that we're gonna need one of Harley or Lundquist to fight into the top four and into maybe that top pairing spot. But I, I just don't think you're gonna find someone in the offseason to play with Mira Heisley. But I that, don't think that's a thing you're going that it, is it's a not lot. Just kind of, you're you're not gonna have a player just be like, hey, I want to play with Miro Hayskin and I'm not and I don't want any money. <laughs> well, you might be right, but the expectation that Harley is gonna be able to go and do that, that's a lot to put on Thomas Harley. I think he's ready for it now though. He played the entire playoffs and he played like a beast. And he got more and more minutes throughout, like we've been saying. What if that doesn't work though? We don't have a plan B. Then you go, you go trade for someone, or. But then it's too late. No, it might be not. too late. Potato, potato. <laughs> I'm just afraid that all of the options that are out there right now are obviously not going to be there when the season starts, or even a I month. I don't into think the there's season. very good options out there now. Either. You don't think there's any good options? There's, this this uh, free agency is not a very good free agency. I will agree with you on defense and forwards. I think it's going to be really interesting <laughs> for, for goalies. It's going to be, so be really interesting for goalies. We'll, we'll get into that later. Uh, but, you know, we're already up at a minute. So, or a minute. Oh, my gosh. Hour. An hour. And we even talked about doing it shorter. And we didn't even I'm do this tired. on purpose. Okay. Do we want to do uh who cares? I'm gonna save them for another time. It's more fun when there's three people and we can both dogpile on you. Yeah, it's always more fun when y'all do that. So <laughs> we'll save it. We'll actually be ready for y'all next time. Sorry, we're getting really tired. It has been a long couple of weeks, James. Yeah. It's been a long couple of weeks. So anyways, I guess the real question of all of this is will Harley be ready? That's my question. Yeah. And it's got a long time to be answered. Yeah, I know. That sucks. We have to wait till. I mean, you really have to wait for a full year, yeah. right? To to, to, really to figure have. that out. Yeah. I feel like we'll know in the first month of the season. I think you need a bigger sample size. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Uh, when is Chris going to be back? This is the second week of Chris third. being gone. It's the third week of Chris being gone. I think he's halfway through, right? I, I thought it was only the second week, but apparently it's the third week. So. I'm telling you, time is flying by. Uh, so at least two more episodes without him, maybe three. We'll yeah. Um, and so what I really would like to know from you guys who are listening right now, and seriously, please consider reaching out, DM us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. What do you guys want to see us do this offseason? Because I have some plans of what I'd like to do, but I'd also like to know, like, who would you like to see us talk to? Or, you know, <laughs> interview or stuff like that. Um, who, what do you want to, do you want us to do more of these Who Cares segment episodes like we've done in the past and just have fun and just talk about useless junk and the top of the <laughs> two top three. junk, water bottles. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Um, so, um, I do, I, I do want candles. to candles. That's one for next. 
candles. Okay. Favorite candles. Candles. That actually would be a good one. That is such a good one. I I feel very strongly about candles. Especially that's weird, Ryan. You should Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body Works candles. I feel very strongly about that. Okay. Anyways, but uh we we are gonna continue the stars fan stories uh for this offseason. So Look forward to those as well. If you'd like to be on one of those episodes, please reach out to us as well, and we'll, and we'll uh, set up a time to to do that and get to know you, and we'll see all that. But uh, we have got some really exciting news coming up in the next couple of weeks. James, y'all are going to be really happy about it. You will be very excited for this. I promise you. It's very very hype. Yes, but I just I just it's not fully nailed down yet. It's probably going to be done next week sometime. And uh, I also didn't talk to this person that gives you an idea uh, about, you know, releasing that. It's a person. <laughs> There's your hand. <laughs> There's your hand. <laughs> that like that. I, I didn't, I didn't discuss it with him or ask him if it's okay. So, and it's a he, and it is a he. So that, I, that, that narrows it down to 50% hits. of the world. I don't know. I don't know what the percentage of women is. 49, 49%. Who knows? <laughs> Not me. I don't. Okay. We're tired. We're going to get out of here guys. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys, as always, for hanging out with us and listening to us to talk about uh, wedding stuff and getting shot in the face with paintballs <laughs> <laughs> and a little and, bit and of hockey, hockey in between. Hockey, yeah. You know. All right. But as always, guys, we appreciate y'all. There's uh, wow, there's 10 people actually listening to us right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, James. You're so tired. No, I don't want to there. Sleep. I don't want to okay. sit there. <laughs> I better get <laughs> off this before it gets any crazier. Okay. Um, and then for all of you that are listening afterwards, thank you as well. We appreciate you guys uh, doing that. And as always, we want to thank our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, for always being there for us, giving us a little bit of moolah as we go through this, and we appreciate them. So lots of off-season content coming your way. We're really excited. Along with James, my name is Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whatever you guys are listening. And James, say bye. Oh, bye. Okay, bye. And Chris will be back very shortly, guys. We love y'all. Good night.